Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Amen. Wow, last week our pastor began to share with us one of the most important spiritual principles that can take us out of poverty in our lives. Hallelujah. And my heart is open today too. Amen. I want your heart to be opened because we are about to receive a very spiritual injection of supernatural prosperity that will come into our lives hallelujah i want you to put your hands together to welcome our pastor es joy put your hands together for him hallelujah i want you to give the lord a good hand clap i want you to add your voice I want you to add a shout. I said add a shout. Hallelujah. We give you the praise, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Father, we are grateful for another Sunday that we can be in church. Thank you that we have sat in vehicles during this week, gone left and right in different places. You've not, you've not allowed something bad to happen to us. Thank you that every negotiation for evil over us was scattered this week. We are grateful. Thank you that you gave us food to eat. Thank you for clothes to wear. Thank you for love and friendship. Thank you for even giving us a church to belong to. We are so grateful. We give you all the praise. As your word comes, may our hearts be soft. Spirit of God, have your way. Have mercy on me. May I be but a vessel in your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Pick up your Bible, please. Don't sit down. Pick it up. Pick it up. Ask your neighbor, do you have a Bible? Do you read your Bible? Powerful. If you have legs, stand on them, please. I'm saying it because some young people, I notice the young ones rather sit. And the older ones rather are standing. We're going to make our confession together. Lift it up. Dancing stars. I cannot see Bibles. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I'm excited to be here this Sunday. Hallelujah. We thank God for his grace and his mercy. Are you in the house? As usual, let me take one or two announcements. Is it, is it allowed? <laughs> Normally, I find that by the time I finish preaching, I've forgotten. <laughs> so allow me to do it at the beginning. I want to remind you, if you are thinking about going to the Bible school, ABMTC, please sign up and go. Amen. You should do what? Sign up and go. Sometimes there are brief things that come through our lives that mark us forever. And it's one of the good things that can happen to you. Many of us are walking around word of God we don't know. We believe, or not that we don't believe, but we just don't know. And the opportunities for learning too are not happening. What are you going to do when you come to the situation Jesus had when it was the word of God that his was deliverance? What will you do? Are you, are you with me? Some of us too, you have been a Christian since 19, Plebeho. Up till today, you cannot pray. If there's one thing you will learn, yeah, we struggle with you all the time. We're just trying to get a few hours of prayer. 
maybe how many of you know that we are on a 100 hours before the end of the year's campaign? You have not joined one prayer thing, not because you don't want to, but you now, when you look at yourself, the prayer is not praying. Ask your neighbor, are you inside? If you have an opportunity to go to the Bible school, go. It is the one place, by the time you come out, you know how to pray. Uh-huh. You day or you not day? And I shared with you that Bishop Doug has given a whole scholarship. You live where you are, accommodation free. And the accommodation is nicer than your house. Hey. Are you there? Tuition free. The school you are going, if you are going to school at all, you are paying. And our convener, Bishop Intefo, has promised that he will back you up every month so that you can go. I don't know what again you want us to say. Yeah. So you have just a few more weeks to go that you can, um, you can apply. And I want you to see Reverend Isaac. He is the resident pastor of this service. And we call him Rev. One. So find Rev. One and he will sort you out. He'll help you to apply. Amen. Then I want to just remind us of our upcoming programs. We have what we call a swollen Sunday at the end of this month, 31st of October. Amen. When each and every one of us, you're going to invite somebody, a friend, a sister, a colleague at work, a neighbor, you're going to bring them to church. Amen. It's one opportunity in life to win a soul. Ask your neighbor, this year, how many people have come to Christ because of you? Actually, okay, you have preached to them, you have shared God with them, they've given their life to Christ. If when you ask your question, the person looked away, tell the person, I perceive your bank account for the year is zero. So we are trying to help ourselves. Is that okay? We are trying to what? Help ourselves so that you will also bring someone in who will hear the gospel and give their lives to Christ. Is it a good idea? Oh, is it a good idea? Powerful. But Center Sunday is 28th November. I'll tell you more about what that one is. <laughs> I'll tell you more later. Hallelujah. Now, we have a camp with Bishop Intefel. Bishop Intefel is what we call a convener, or if you like, the person who sits at the top of the Anakazo denomination. Yeah, he is the one who is overall in charge, the bishop in charge of us. He is a fantastic man of God, and he is very, very anointed. And I think that is really a pleasure that he's coming to, to speak to us. Yeah, amen. You know, many years ago when we were trying to build a church in Tamale, my husband and myself, Bishop Intefel, he was already a reverend at that time. And he would come and he would visit us. And every time something was left in our church, are you there? Hey, you're not minding me again. I remember at a point we had a lot of young people, but weddings were not happening. And he came to the church and he asked us one, two, three questions. As soon as he left, the weddings began. Yeah. Wow. Are you there? Another time he came and he just entered into prophetic realms. And he told us to go outside. Anybody who wants to build a house, go outside and, and go and take a stone. And we went around and we, I mean, we must have looked like some crazy banshees, I tell you. You see, you don't understand what I'm saying. I want you to look at yourself as you are now and imagine that you, you are thinking of building a house. That's how it was for us at that time. Ask your neighbor, your savings in the market is how much? Many of you, not only do you not have savings, you are even in the negative. There's somebody that you owe who is even timing you. That will go to, I'll find you in your church and embarrass you. <laughs> so such were we, normal people. Do you understand what I'm saying? And after that prophetic exercise, he said to us, just take the stone home with you. And it will remind you of the words that have been spoken. I'm happy to tell you that it was over 20 years ago. And all of us are house owners today. Yeah. We are homeowners, regardless of our station in life. Whether we are teachers, nurses, business, it doesn't matter what we do in life. And some, multiple houses. Are you there? Not just house, but, and I believe that the spiritual seeds were from that, I mean. And such a man is coming 10th to 12th. He'll be here with us. We have him for three whole days. I can only imagine what will what will be poured over us? Are you there? Now, when your mind is a normal mind, you don't understand what I'm saying. Normal, natural mind. But allow yourself to use your spiritual mind. Then you understand it. Yeah, when you are a spiritual person, you understand that what you need is a certain release of spiritual things over you. The Bible says that when you are natural, such things are foolishness to you. 
Because you believe I'm going to build a house there, Charlie. It's one and two and that's a hard work. That's why you build a, a small a, two chicken coop and be in it, hoping to build the rest. <laughs> yeah, but when you engage spiritual things, you see that God also responds. Hallelujah. So that camp comes off 10th to 12th of November. And we also have our carol service on the 17th of December. Amen. Sorry, but this Christmas, it's going to be another kind of Christmas. It's going to be another kind of Christmas. You are surprised I'm talking about Christmas. October is finished. Oh, it's not finished. It's finished. It's finished. As you see, it has started. It has ended. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Now, for this month, we've been speaking about the tithe. And I really want you to listen well. As I'm speaking, I know that I'm speaking to people. Some have defaulted. You have not paid your tithe in a long time. Let me just share one thing with you. Guilt is a very useless emotion. Somebody once said that guilt is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it does not take you anywhere. So don't be guilty. That's not my purpose. My purpose is for you to actually repent and start to pay your tithe again. Are you seeing it? If you are also you have been paying regularly, it's also to help you and give you the spiritual backing that you need to convince you to continue. Are you there? Sometimes you have been doing it or just because okay, I'm sure they say I should type. They say, I want us to come from the they say to, to I say, and I understand why, and I know I can find the scriptures and I can stand up for myself. So it's nobody, no longer somebody else is believing. Are you with me? When Jesus met the woman of Samaria by the well, that lady was convinced about him being the Messiah and she ran to her, her, her people, her village, and she went to tell them, I've met a man who told me everything that I ever did. And the people rushed and came with her. Now, after they came and listened to Jesus themselves, they said something. They said, now it's no longer that we have come because you say and you believe. But we have, now we also, we believe for ourselves. Are you following it? So as we go through this series, I'm trying to also get you to believe for yourself. So that it's no longer somebody says, my church, they are they tight. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I want you to move from my church, they are we tight. So you are doing it just because you are in the church and you are trying to be a good member. To say, I tithe. I tithe. I believe in tithing and I tithe. I hope you are seeing the difference powerful. So that's why we're going through all of what we're doing. And today I want to share with you the mysterious purposes of the tithe. The mysterious purposes of the tithe. Why did God bring about tithing at all? Why did he establish the tithing at all? Was it just to persecute us? Was it just because God had nothing to do, so he wanted to worry some human beings? Was that why he brought the tithe? <laughs> was it because he was in need? Maybe as God was sitting in heaven, he looked down and he said, that, Oh, I also need some money, so bring some. Is that why? No, because sometimes that's how we behave, as if God is in need. Was it because God didn't know what to do? <laughs> he didn't know how to do his own things. Is that why? Let's enter scripture and let us see there's a chapter in the Bible that will share with us and help us to see how it is actually a mysterious thing he has done in order to accomplish something. And if you have your Bible with you, open to the book of Deuteronomy, which Deuteronomy, which is in the Old Testament, please, not the New Testament. <clears throat> Are you there? That's why I said let us bring back the physical Bible because some of us, we don't know where to look for Deuteronomy. Is it after Psalms? <laughs> That's why it's good for you to hold it and open it. And if you don't know where to find it, look in the table of contents. That's how you are teaching yourself and you remember. Amen. And if you are sitting by a neighbor who doesn't have a Bible, I tell the person, this stubbornness is not helping you. I said, if you are sitting by a neighbor, obey the instruction. I said, tell the neighbor, this stubbornness is not helping you. Where is your Bible? <laughs> oh, Pastor, you see, it's on my phone. Bring the phone, let's see. You don't have the phone. 
Number one, you don't have a phone. If you have number two, you cannot read. If you are here on the phone, it's too small. Up to today, you are holding a yam. Please be delivered of all yams and receive a smartphone in Jesus' name. But buy a Bible because those of you who only have it on your phone, you don't read much on your phone. And so you don't read much scripture either. Amen. Please, so in this church, when word of God is being preached, nobody moves. Just sit down. Mm, that's it. Let us turn to Deuteronomy chapter 26. Why? Why did God bring, put the tithe in place? And it shall be when thou art come in unto the Lord, the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possess it, and dwell therein, that thou shalt take of the first fruit of all the fruit of the earth. Are you there? That's the tithe right there. The first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring to thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall put it in a basket, and shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days, and say unto them, This day unto the Lord thy God, <clears throat> sorry, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country which the Lord swear unto our fathers to give us. Amen. Now, the first thing is that God established the tithe as a way for us to show gratitude. As a way for us to show gratitude. Sometimes when somebody has done a lot for you, it's very difficult to know how to say thank you. If you are a proper child, when I say proper child, you appreciate things. You realize, for instance, that it's very difficult to thank your parents. It's difficult. Amen. Why am I saying it's difficult? When you say thank you, it's not enough. When you say thank you, it's not enough. And so you suddenly realize that it's difficult to say thanks. And God just invented a way. The reason why many of us don't think it's important is that we haven't tried to thank God or we have not seen his influence in our lives fully. But if you look at it, you'll see that we have a lot to be grateful for. A whole lot. Many times we are concentrating on what we don't have. And when you concentrate on what you don't have, you remove your eyes from what you do have. Are you here? You have a lot, oh. Turn to your neighbor, tell the neighbor by you that you are very blessed that I'm sitting by you. <laughs> you are blessed. You are blessed, pa. And tell the neighbor on the other side that you are also blessed that I'm sitting by you. <laughs> Do you know that loneliness is the number one killer of people in the world? Yes. There are people with money, with everything on the earth, and what is killing them is loneliness. Just another human being. That's why when they want to punish you, maximum punishment is to remove from you human beings. That nobody, you don't talk to anybody, you don't see anybody, you don't touch anybody, it's enough to make you lose your mind. So the fact, Krampo, that there are people around you are you here or you have traveled? Uh, it's unfortunate, but sometimes in our nation we grumble a lot. Oh. Hey, God should forgive us. Oh. Hey. Even the fact that as a nation we don't like violence is something to just be grateful to him for. We don't like it. As for talking, there we talk. Oh, as for talking, there we talk. Oh, as for that hand there. We talk. But I care violent. We don't like it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. The other sound I say we talk. Man. We can quarrel. We can quarrel. One day I went to the market as a young lady girl. I used to enjoy the fights. And <laughs> my people are fighting people. I mean, okay, we fight with our mouth. And I remember that these two ladies were getting ready. You see, the whole, even the procedure to a fight, there's a whole procedure. It's a movie, thank you. It's a whole movie. And then I remember that as the thing was getting wilder and wilder, they were in, now they, they have decided they are going to fight. Ah, as 
they were coming to come and fight. Then one of them started to shout, Akwatami, eh, Akwatami. Ah, we should we should cool your heart and stop you. You said you are going to fight, eh? That's how we are. We'll do uh, we'll do about when the thing is about to we don't understand that it's something to be grateful to God for. In another place where it is not, they will fight and, the, and blood will be shed. But always we can quarrel. Huh? Hey, I don't like your this. I don't, but when it comes to, it's something to be grateful for. Call can be trashing. Opla. If you don't speak, God beg me so I'll translate it. <laughs> My people like to quarrel. One day there was a fight. And during the fight, one of them was obviously the weaker party. So the stronger guy picked him and held him there. When you are in that position, I thought you would beg. The man did not beg. He said, he's up there. Doesn't know how he'll come down. He said, if you throw me down, you are hurt. If I fall down, you are dead. <laughs> but it just says who we are. A lot of word play. And I'm just saying this to say that we have a lot to be grateful for. Amen. And God established the time. Yes, your salary is not enough. But you've gone through yet another month. Yet another month. Yes, COVID has worked out. It even entered your house and came for a stroll. And it left again and you are still here. Are you there? So when you begin to think about it, you see that, look, we have a lot to be thankful for. I mean, I keep on meeting students. Look, and some of you are here. You now, you are amazed at the school you are in. <clears throat> How your fees are paid. It's a, it's a sign and a wonder. They add those, uh, what do you call it? I don't know which campuses are here today. I know Garden City, you are here. I'm sure that your rent for your place is wild. Hey, here at KNUSD, I was shocked. A few years ago, so I'm building, I won't tell you which of these hostels. Single room, when you are in it alone, was 3,005. Today, they are paying 3,005 to be in a room with two other people. That means one little room, plus washroom, 75. And people are paying. From where? From where? Oh, you don't understand the point I'm trying to make. From where? You that you pay rent. How? It's just a gratefulness to God. And God is just saying that, I know I have done a lot for you. If you were to thank me for everything, you won't finish. So, take your tithe. Take your first fruit. Not your last fruit. Your first fruit. And bring it. That's all he's saying. When I see it, I know that you are saying thank you very much for everything. That's all he's trying to say. Are you in the house? Hey. Some of you, your existence is a miracle. Oh. Only that you don't understand that is a miracle. You think that the only miracle is that, oh, I couldn't walk and they prayed for me and I'm walking. But when you look at yourself, can you not see that you are a miracle? Ah, Please tell your neighbor, I am a walking miracle. I am a walking miracle. Goodness gracious. When I look at some of the people who are sitting in the church, it's only fine protocol that does not allow me to talk about how you used to be. Hey! Some of the pastors, they should start bribing me before I start talking, you know, because if they don't bribe me, I'll start to say their things that today, today they are pastors. Hey! Pastor Hope, you will, you will bribe me. Pastor Hope used to be the leader of the Katanga Amyo. Nice gentleman. Those boys who walk around, they are naked they themselves. They are walking. Hey. Not today. You are in church. A man of God. Anointed from on high. Having people who call you pastor. Preaching the word of God. Come on. Come on. Oh, what a blessing. I said, what a blessing. Hey, lady, reverend, if you don't put money down, I shall start talking. <laughs> if you don't put it down, I shall start. <laughs> hey, 
are you in the church and you also have your story that if you remember how do I say thank you God how do I say thank you hey you by this time they would have married you off to some village chief they what they would have given you a rich allergy <laughs> as you would have been carving the children by now we do eight <laughs> it's very serious oh. <laughs> which takes me to my second point we are in the book of Deuteronomy take us to verse 4 <laughs> Deuteronomy 26 4 please and the priest shall take the basket out of thy hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God and thou shalt speak so even as we are receiving the tithe, you will speak and say before the Lord thy God, a Syrian ready to perish was my father. And he went down into Egypt and surgeon there with a few and became there a nation, great, mighty, and populous. Verse 6. And the Egyptians evil entreated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. In other words, God established the tithe so that every time you are giving your tithe, you remember where you are from. I say you remember where you are from. Hey, you remember what, if I let me put it this way, you will remember what God has lifted you from. Yeah. The, the people say, look, our father was somebody condemned to death. Condemned to death. And some of you, you were condemned to death. Based on where you are from. Said a Syrian ready to perish. Yeah. I'm talking to somebody today. Ready to perish. Are you there? Remember where you are from? Hmm. Some of you, when you remember your SHS, SHS, yes. The amount of weed you smoked. You should understand that it's not because you are strong. People have smoked less than you. Say amen, Kata. I'm not mentioning his name to disgrace him at all. But I'm just showing you a miracle right there. Yeah. If you don't tie it, mom, dear God should take you to market. Hey. <laughs> Are you in the church? Think about it. Think about what? Think about it. Think about it. Think about the confusion that used to be in your mind. And you see, where am I from? That God has cleared me up cleared me up sorted me out you know sometimes pastors when we tell our story they don't believe us because you look so correct look so correct but it's God who has erased the marks that the enemy left on you how way he was carrying you to and what he was making out of you remember it all remember every time I see students no more trouble around here that you know then I remember saying, I'm amazed to find myself here because when I was a student, I was like this. I didn't go to church. I didn't go. From 1980 to 1984, I didn't go to church. In fact, I didn't even know where the proper churches met on my campus. <laughs> when I think about it and where it could have led me, I realized that, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Are you there? Where has he lifted you from? Many times our memories are too short. Politicians annoy me, and one of the reasons why they annoy me is this short memory. Hey, in Ghana, we are suffering more than we have ever suffered. Where were you? 1980 to 85. Where were you? Maybe they were not born. But most of them are of the age that they existed. How can you say that? Just because of political things. And some of you are like that. Be careful, though. Because we have chewed Kube and drank water to sleep before as a nation we have had empty shelves today even a kiosk is full kiosk kiosk is full 
there was a time, every shop, there's nothing. I don't even remember why they were opening the doors because there was nothing there. Hmm. Are you there? My cousin had a baby. She didn't have enough milk. There was no milk to be bought. Today you are there, they are teaching you that, oh, if you add, uh, what, Tom Brown, if you add soya bean to it, and there was nothing like that in any hospital. And the child was slowly starving. She used to cry. And my mother said, let me try something. And she went to get corn and she roasted it. In those days, we didn't get the corn to buy because there was no milk on the market, nothing. Then she added groundnuts. And then we stood there, not blender. Do you know the stone? Yeah. The one that we use, thank you. Not a potoywa, stone. We ground it like that. And we used it to make a porridge for the child. That's how the child survived. You today, you are walking around. If you are looking for pig, if you are looking for idea, then you stand there and tell me that we are going through the wildest time in, my, in, your, in our lives. You have to, got to be out of your mind. Ah. When I was going to get married, they said we should go to Coca-Cola for a chit to buy um, Coke. The chit, when we got it, after a queue of how many days? He said two crates. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you have just come. Oh, you have just arrived. You have just come. Ah. Ah, today, you can find the proper one. You can find America one. You can find UK one. You can find China one. You can find anything from anywhere. You are here making noise. God should remind you where he has lifted you from. Oh. Hmm. Are you there? We used to have hospitals that have no medicine. <laughs> uh, a Syrian ready to perish was my father. God should remind you where you are from. Niger, oh. our mouth, the way we talk. You, you have gone to school. Look at where you are from. How many people in your family have not had that opportunity? And you are gone and you are here saying things. Holy Ghost, knock the head. Knock it well. Knock it. Knock it. Ah, it's too painful. Hmm. And God is saying that when I establish the tithe so that when you are bringing it, you will remember how you used to be. Where you are from that he has lifted you. All the women in your house, Vono Matres, men are born, born with them. Four children, five men, six children, eight men. Now you, he has just lifted you, picked you like that, and just taking you out of it. Just taking you out. Say, remember, remember. Hey, Lee, remember. Remember. Remember how you were when we first met you? Oh? Hmm. Remember? And God has polished you. Hey! Polished you, filled your stomach, giving you a wife who loves you. Oh! Come on now! A church that likes you. When you are passing, we are mentioning your name as you are going. We fast, we fast, we don't there. Rev one, he has more fans than you in the church. May I catch them? Our fans cry at him. I'm telling you, our fans. Oh, hey, Kayo, no say. Find your type, and as you are bringing your type, remember. Hey, remember the bicycle. Hey. I'm telling you remember how some of you used to pay rental today you are in your house remember Say, remember how I've lifted you remember it's because of God before and after pictures hey are you in the church? Turn to your neighbor and say, hey! What has he lifted us from? I remember this church. When I first entered this church, 
what you can see over there that was a covert it was a stream with a wooden board across it the entire place was a forest you couldn't see the building I remember that as I got to the board I said God I got a message from the church that they don't want a female pastor now as you have brought me and I have seen the church I should come and cross this wooden board and fall inside the gutter so that they will laugh at me when I came they had left the scaffold by the door so you had to bend yourself like that to enter and I remember that the small group of 23 people were sitting in the middle of the original church over there and the thing that we call the mixer was a little box and the box was standing on the carpenter's bench oh I remember I remember where he lifted us from I remember the prayer meeting that we had that we were walking up and down because the rain was lashing us as it entered the room I remember the snakes that we would find listening to praise and worship on a Sunday morning and we'll have to go and kill them I remember that as the water would pass all over the place snakes would be swimming in it I remember the day I stood at the door over here I had put a load of gravel here to start working and I watched as the rain fell and carried the whole thing and dropped it in the gutter at the back there I don't know about you but me I remember I remember oh yeah I remember I remember when the only piece of equipment that we had was a tiny little broken down piano I remember we never knew what a lead guitar was we never knew what a bass was and we certainly did not have a pair of drums I remember I remember I remember when we had to buy gravel and say let us try to get a floor so that we can cement it because when we come to church our shoes are spoiling I remember and we used to dance today I have to beg you to dance <laughs> I remember I remember I remember the days when we couldn't afford to buy a microphone and I'll scream and when I finish on Sunday my voice is gone hey I remember where he has lifted us from as a church hey are you there we couldn't afford anything but grace has brought us here yeah and God is saying remember where I lifted you from today I, I see you have chairs to sit on <laughs> proper chairs <laughs> hey are you there yeah I remember I remember the insults that we used to get I remember the enmity and I remember when he just picked us up and just took us out of it I don't know about you but me I remember I remember how I used to be coming to church wondering, Lord, what are we coming to meet this time? <laughs> are you in the church? He says, when you pay your tithe, just remember. Just remember. Just remember. If you are clapping, clap. Let me try and give you one more point. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, we are just reading the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 7 and when we cried to the Lord the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression and the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness and with signs and wonders and he brought us forth into this place and hath given us this land, even a land that flows with milk and honey. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land, which thou, O Lord, hast given me. And thou shalt set it before the Lord thy God, and worship before the Lord thy God. The Lord established the tithe, so that we will give him thanks. Are you there to thank him? Hallelujah. So just bring it and thank me with it. Hallelujah. 
Are you there? Mm. Hallelujah. I have only time to do one more, so I'm going to just jump. Is that okay? But I want you to pick up the book because many of you have it and just read it. Why did he establish the time? For us to give him thanks. I wonder if you have things to give God thanks for. I want to remind some people you didn't have a job. And today you have a job. Yeah. Now that he has given you a job, you say that he, it doesn't sue me. It doesn't sue you, say. <laughs> he has also established the tithe so that when you give him 10%, you know that you have given him what is his. The 90% is left for you to enjoy it. That's all. You have given him what is his to you. Today, I finished preaching, but I want us to stand to our feet because I want us to give him thanks. Are you there? And I want you to start to thank God for something. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him for something. Some of you, your parents didn't go to school, but they put you in school. Thank him. That even though they didn't taste it, they have put you there. Somebody you have been complaining about your job, uh, God forgive you today. Thank him for it. Thank him for it. Thank him for it. Thank him for it. Spend a few minutes. Thank him. Some of you have been complaining about the campus that you are on. <laughs> I needed to know it didn't need to be so. To him and let some thankfulness find you and instead of arguing how much tithe you should give him decide today that you will go back to tithing oh yes talk to the lord we thank you yes we remember oh lord talk to the lord your goodness oh lord where you have brought us from lord we thank you. We thank you, O Lord. Manderebos, Mandirianda Lababa. Amazon, Mandolobos, Mandicason de Rebe, Randerebe, Landolobos, Mandirianda Lababa. Yes, O God, we are grateful. We are grateful. Mandalabababa. Rimandolobos, Mandirianda Lababa. We will not withhold our thanks, O Lord. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. Somebody remember what it was like. You were not married, though. Now you are the husband, remember. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't, from the top. I don't look like what I have been through. You turn my pit into a well. So the essence of my praise. It's centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, why don't? I've been through a lot, but grace sustained me. My test is now a testimony. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, why don't? It was you, my soldier on that battlefield. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't. Is centered on your grace. I 
Remember, some of you car owners, remember how you used to walk. Some of you were here when our car park was empty. And I declare that God would bless us and give us cars. Today when we park, we have to organize ourselves to park by the grace of God. Just put your tithe in it. Today I'm not laying hands on you. You are just coming to thank God. And you're just going to put it right here on the altar. And you're just going to dance and bring it and dance and go back. We are thanking God. You have your tithe with you, just bring it in thanksgiving and place it on the stage. Oh, the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. You have your tithe, bring it. It's centered on your grace. I do, I do, want to. I've been a lot. Grace sustained me. My test is now my testimony. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, want to. God bless you. It's centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, Father, thank you. Yeah, brother, just bring it. Thank you for everything that you have given to us. We have placed our tithes here this afternoon to say thank you. Thank you for where you have lifted us from as individuals and as a church. Thank you for your grace upon our lives. Thank you for everything that you have given to us. Thank you that you have not allowed the enemy to overcome, overtake us. Thank you, Lord, that you have lifted us even when we have thought things were difficult. Somehow you brought us through. Today as we give these tithes, we give it as a point of contact for all of us. And we say, Lord, let your blessings continue to rest with us. We lift it up. May it be a burnt offering before you. May it be a sweet smelling offering before you. May you open the windows of heaven and let the offerings touch you where you sit, O oh God. And may you pour down your overflowing blessing unto us, your children. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As you continue to stand, every head bowed, every eye closed. This afternoon, I want you to think about your relationship with God. There is no point bringing him a gift if you have not given him the gift he desires most, which is yourself. What's all the moving about for? Today, I want you to think about it. Have you given your life to Jesus? If you cannot say boldly, I have given my life to Jesus Christ and my name has been written in the Lamb's book of life.
If I were to die today, I know that I'm going to him. If you cannot say that with some strength and with believing, then please come and receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Do not let pride stop you. Do not let ignorance stop you. Do not let, oh, I belong to another church. We're not discussing church. We're discuss, discussing Jesus Christ. I want you to give your life to Jesus. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you cannot say with, with strength because you are not sure where you will go when it's time for you to exit. But you want to be saved and you want to be able to go to Jesus. Then lift up your right hand. We're going to pray together. I want you to be sure. Lift it up. If your hand is up, please come and join me right here in the front. We're going to pray a prayer together because he says that if you want to be saved, what you believe in your heart, come and confess it with your mouth in order to be saved. So come, just step out of where you are. Come and join us here. God bless you as you come. Oh yes. God bless you as you come. Oh, God bless you. Centered on your grace. This is the greatest gift that you can ever give to him. More important than money. More important than anything. Just move down. Just come. Just come. Just come here. Yeah. Just come. Oh, yes. His grace has found you today. You are here. Your heart is beating. Bam, bam, bam in your chest. He's saying to you that all is not well between us. Don't delay. Just come. We're going to pray a prayer. Just receiving him into our lives. Those of you in front here, pray this prayer. In the congregation, help us as we pray. I want you to make this prayer your prayer. Let us pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDS. God richly bless you.